the Christmas well, welcome story, to another week along with of some other wonderful events surrounding the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. God, in the sending of Jesus to be the Savior, fulfills the promise that you read about back in Genesis chapter 3. Now, as you continue into Luke this week, then after our Lord's baptism in Luke chapter 3, you'll see the Holy Spirit takes Jesus out into the wilderness where he is tempted by Satan. And I wanted to just point out one thing from our Lord's response to the devil. Satan said to Jesus, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. And Jesus responded by quoting Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 3, Man shall not live by bread alone. The Bible is like our daily bread, and it nourishes us, and it strengthens us for the Christian life. And like Jake said in the Extra Innings podcast, let's just keep going back to this good food. We need it for our spiritual nourishment and our growth. Well, you're going to continue this week reading in the book of Numbers, and as you get into Numbers, I think you'll see that there are all kinds of gospel themes there. The first 10 chapters of Numbers show how the people are preparing to enter the promised land and receive the blessings that God had, had promised. But as you get into chapter 11, you'll see that things begin to go very wrong. I think there are four key words that can help us understand Numbers chapter 10 through chapter 20. And those words are complaining, ungratefulness, holiness, and mercy. First of all, the people complain. They, they complain about their circumstances, and they even griped about this miraculous food that God had provided for them through the giving of, of the manna. They complained about Moses and his leadership. In fact, even his sister and his brother gripe about the way he was leading. They complain ultimately about the Lord, and they, they basically accuse him of being unable to keep his promises. The people complain, and their complaining is a symptom of their ungratefulness to God. One example is here in Numbers 14, beginning with the middle of verse 2. Would that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would that we had died in this wilderness. Why is the Lord bringing us into this land to fall by the sword? Our wives and our little ones will become a prey. Would it not be better for us to go back to Egypt? And they said to one another, let us choose a leader to go back to Egypt. You see how they undervalue the great thing that God has done for them in saving them, and, and they reject him. They, they complain, and they're ungrateful. It's a big mistake. They seem to have forgotten the power of this holy God who had delivered them from Egypt. And so he pours out his judgment on them. He sends a plague against them. He makes Miriam leprous. He has the ground open up and swallow some people. And he strikes 250 of them down in a sort of an Indiana Jones style event. But 
Ultimately, d- despite the preparation that the people had made in Numbers chapter 1 through 10, he turns them around and he says to them that they may not enter the promised land. God is not to be trifled with. Their complaining and their ungratefulness offends his holiness. And yet, God is merciful. He listens to Moses again and again, and he does not completely destroy the people. He promises to give the land to their children, and he provides a means of forgiveness of sins through faith and blood sacrifices. He he establishes the priesthood in order to purify the people from sin. So in these tumultuous chapters, we see the ugliness of complaining and ungratefulness. We see the holiness of God and his judgment against sin, but we also see the mercy of God in forgiveness. So let me just say, this is all applicable to us. So ask yourself this week, how am I tempted to complain against the Lord? And ask yourself this week, am I grateful for all that God has done for me? Do do I fully appreciate the holiness of, of God who made the world? And am I trusting in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ? There are lots of gospel themes in Numbers. Finally, don't miss the treasure of wisdom that you'll find in Proverbs 12 this week. There's so much in there. Things like Proverbs 12 and verse 4. An excellent wife is the crown of her husband. I'm certainly thankful for my wife. And Proverbs 12 verse 11, whoever works his land will have plenty of bread. I hope that one is an encouragement to you as you go about your work this week. So dig into the Proverbs along with all of your reading this week. Have a good one and enjoy reading.